You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back now to Locked On Gators and joining me is Trevor Sikama, a senior NFL writer for the Draft Network, co-host of the Locked on NFL Draft podcast, uh, leader of the three sides minimum. Wow. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's a community movement, but, you know, I if people want to call me the leader of it, I guess I won't be too mad about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with Leader. You're the dude that I see talk the most about it. So I'm sticking with Leader. Uh, and I believe you are a Florida grad, right? I am. Yes, yeah. you are right. 2014 is when I graduated from that wonderful university. So yes, I am an alumnus. Yikes, man. You're old. I graduated high school in 2014. <laughs> I, tar- I turned 30 this year. So yeah, I mean, you're you're not the first one to remind me that I'm definitely old. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I turned 25 and it's like an existential crisis here. So, I'm, hey, but I'm, at least you can rent a car everywhere now. That was always 25 for me. It's like you get the ages where it matters. And then 25, it was like, all right, I guess I can like rent a car no matter what, no matter where I am now. So cool. Yeah, that's cool also. But like, I don't want to drive. <laughs> no, nah, like, you're fine. It, it works out. <laughs> Late 20s is awesome. You'll see. I promise. I'm all right. If it's not, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, so first off, we have the most important question for you that I could possibly think of. And I wanted to start off with like the hardest one for you. Okay. Yes. How's Marvel? <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Marvel is good. He is, uh, in the other room right now, big chilling with his favorite bone as we record this podcast. So no, he's doing great. It's funny that that's the first question you asked because the first question I asked you is, you've got a Thor's hammer right behind you. And so I, I immediately pointed that out. And so that's funny. Yeah, no, I, I wrote it down when I was like getting ready. I was like, first question, Marvel. It's like, got to be Marvel. If there's anything I get into this interview, it's that. Um, but of course, you're here to talk about how the Julio Jones pick or Julio Jones trade impacts Kyle Pitts, who is, of course, the highest drafted tight end of the University of Florida. Yeah. Uh, fourth overall to the Atlanta Falcons. So how does the trade impact Kyle Pitts' production outlook for this season? Well, I think heavily, right? Because when you look at Julio Jones, he didn't have 100 targets last year, but I believe the six years prior, he always had more than 100 targets. I mean, this has been the lion's share guy for them. And yeah, Calvin Ridley's come on, and he's a fantastic wide receiver, and they're going to force-feed him the ball just like they did last year when Julio wasn't available. But, you know, it's it's always got to be more than one receiver. We're seeing that the NFL... And just football in general, because you see this in college football plenty with how spread out they are. It's more than one guy. And and you, sometimes teams have a clear-cut wide receiver one, but even when that's the case, it can't be just them. And so for as much as the Falcons fans might really like Calvin Ridley, someone else has to step up. And, you know, they had Russell Gage last year who, who got them a lot of targets and they leaned on when Julio wasn't there. And they gave Hayden Hurst a lot of targets as well, the fellow tight end who is still going to be there. And you know, they traded a decent package to go get Hayden Hurst, and it makes a lot of sense. But Hurst got 88 targets last year. And and to think of what Pitts could be in that passing game, you've just got to believe that with no Julio there, Pitts is going to be the second leading target person on that team. I still think that Calvin Ridley is going to be number one, but I don't think Pitts is going to be very far behind because you also get into a situation here with uh, Arthur Smith, the new tight, the, the new head coach, in Atlanta, and no coach ran more 12 personnel, which is two, you know two tight ends on the field, than 
Arthur Smith did as offensive coordinator of the Titans the last two years. He combined over the last two years, ran the most 12 personnel snaps. And so that just shows how much he likes to get tight ends on the field, how much he likes to emphasize them in his offense. We obviously saw a great year from John U. Smith last year, and that led to the biggest tight end contract that we've ever seen this past offseason, which was pretty rich for my blood. But I mean, it just goes to show you what Arthur Smith is able to do with tight ends. And so, you know, I, I think that, Certainly, this move only streamlines things for Kyle Pitts to once again take the league by storm. And, and so I think that that's probably what we're looking at here. Just like he did in the SEC, now he's going to do it with at least the NFC South for next year as a rookie. I think that he's going to be a big problem, and then he'll grow into one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, and then, so one thing that I've discussed extensively on the podcast, especially with Kyle Pitts leading into the draft, the possibilities of him going to Atlanta and after this selection was that the pick is a good pick because with Julio, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, and Hayden Hurst, um, you've now got someone that's always going to be some kind of mismatch or he's going to be against just whether it's straight up talent, size, whatever it is. Um, And that's not a thing anymore. So does this now make the Kyle Pitts selection look better or worse in very, of course, very premature hindsight? Right. Uh, And I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. And it's funny because I don't think Kyle Pitt's success or failures really go into it as much when we're having this conversation here and now. Right. Because I think the big conversation is, well, should they have taken a quarterback? You know, of course, they restructure Matt Ryan's deal, which was a bit of a surprise to me. A lot of people were saying, oh, they had to. And Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I know the context of a team better than a GM does or better than their cap people do. Maybe they did believe their hands were tied and maybe they truly was. But going into the offseason, I mean, they could have put Matt Ryan up for trade. You know, they could have moved on from him. And, and that way you get under from his cap a, a lot more when you're able to deal him. You can make it so the deal doesn't go through until uh, June 1st. You know, then you get even more cap relief. I mean, when you look at a team like the Broncos, the Broncos with Matt Ryan, that's an automatic playoff team. Automatic. What like 100%. You could have looked at the Indianapolis Colts before they made the deal for Carson Wentz. And, and you'd rather have Matt Ryan than Carson Wentz. So, Man, I just, I'm not so sure I totally believe Falcons fans when they say like, oh, their hands were tied. They had to restructure Matt Ryan. And the reason why I bring Matt Ryan into this is because if you didn't restructure him, you let him play out this year, his deal next year, he becomes really cuttable or you can move on from him very well. And if you thought that you were going to move on from Julio as well, so you're moving on from both Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, you're starting a rebuild. This is a rebuild team. The defense is awful there's nobody on the defense to even basically mention i know they have Grady jarrett and and deon jones but two guys don't make an 11-man unit and so there are there are ways away from really competing on defense so i think that they're a couple of years away from that winning window on that side of the ball and if you were going to move on from jones if jones really wasn't happy if you thought that this was probably in the cards that you were going to deal him why'd you restructure matt ryan and then why did you draft kyle pitts because i'm with you when you have the team that they had on draft night Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Hayden Hurst, now Kyle Pitts. That's a great offense. You could convince me that the Falcons are going to win a handful of games just because they're going to score more points than other teams. Now, they don't have Julio Jones. They're basically looking at being maybe just as good as they were last year. And for the last three years, they haven't been above 500. So how does this really help them? And, And when you bring in this question of, does this make the Pitts pick any different 
I think the answer is yes. And it really has nothing to do with how well Kyle Pitts is going to play. Cause I think everybody, I think everybody would tell you this is going to be a future star in the league. Like this dude's awesome. Kyle Pitts tape is rare alien. Like you just don't see it. Dan Mullen, of course, called him a unicorn. Right. And so even if Pitts plays really well, was that the right selection in hindsight over maybe going for everybody brings up Justin Fields as the other quarterback that they could have selected at number four. Now we have heard that if Trey Lance would have been on the board at number four, Atlanta would have taken him. I guess that just means the league just was not high on Justin Fields. And that's for, I guess the league to swallow that pill if he's good or not. But um, yeah, it just, a lot of things now go into the equation of was this pick of Kyle Pitts at number four worth it. Cool for Kyle Pitts. Obviously he, he goes as high as any tight end has ever gone in the NFL draft before. And now he gets to step into Julio Jones type attention on the offense. So it's honestly great for him. I don't know if it'll be the right pick for Atlanta. We'll have to see. All right. Thank you, Trevor, so much for joining us today. Uh, again, you can catch Trevor on Twitter at Tampa Bay Trey. He's a senior NFL writer for the Draft Network, co-host of the Lockdown NFL Draft Podcast, which you can catch daily with him and Benjamin Solek. And again, leader of the Three Sides Minimum Movement. And he's, he's Marvel's dad, so that's great. <laughs> I appreciate you having me on the show, Brandon. Thank you, Trevor. You can bet on... Kadarius uh, Sony making it under that circumstance. And you know what else you can bet on? Line.ag. <laughs> I hate you so much still for it, but I love it. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. With real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. I signed up about three and a half years ago. I've gone to absolutely zero multiple times. I keep coming back, though. I got it. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. Uh, Trey, how do you think it went today, especially in a year where you don't have the combine? So days like this are of the most importance. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, today went very well. Um, uh, we came out, competed. Um, everybody did a fantastic job. Um, you know, we was we were all just excited to get out here and, and get back um, thrown with the quarterback that got me through my college career. So it was a pretty good experience. And um, I hold this. I cherish this experience. So that's my life. <laughs> when you're on a team and, and in a receiving core that includes Kyle Pitts, obviously that's where attention goes. What have you kind of heard back from teams as they've watched over your tape, as they've seen what you've been able to do? What kind of feedback have you gotten? Um, yeah, of course, definitely playing with the best tight end in the country is going to be um, eyes on him. But, you know, that's also a, an opportunity for me because when they're watching him, um, they also see me too, um, which is a very good thing for me. And I've kind of capitalized on that and teams have seen what I can do when it comes to blocking and making those big catches and stuff like that. So um, I kind of feel like um, having Kyle Pitts with me as well as Kadarius Tony uh, helps me out a lot, um, just given the fact that who they are and who I am and all three of us uh, help each other out a lot. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah, Trey, obviously this is a huge day for everyone individually, but you touched on it a little bit. What is it like just, um, I mean, these are guys you're with every single day for three years and then you kind of all go your separate ways to train. What is it like just getting back in the same building with them? Uh, you know, it's it's phenomenal. I'm seeing Kyle Pitts and seeing Kyle Trask and all these other players that I played with for years. Um, KT is 
it's not so much uh, new because me and KT, we're in a group chat and we talk every day still. And um, I seen him at the Senior Bowl and, you know, me and him still kept in contact. And I've seen him a couple of times before this um, and me and him trained together um, a couple of days before Pro Day. So uh, me and KT have seen each other often. But as, as far as the other guys, you know, it's very good getting out here and seeing them and being with them and just having that energy that we had in the locker room, um, bringing it back out on the field today and for one last time. And then what were you working on most just getting ready for a pro game? Was it all like 40-based, agility? What were you working on to, to kind of improve and show today? Uh, one of the biggest things I was working on um, was my 40 time. You know, a lot of people are coming into this uh, pro day, had me think, had me time in like a 4.6 or 4.7s or some crazy number like that. And um, I'm pretty sure I proved them wrong today. Um, you know, I'm excited with my time, with what I ran. Um, and, yeah, so what I've been working on the most was 40 starts and just coming in and out of breaks like the um, L drill and stuff like that. Four or five, is that where you, where you heard for 40? No, uh, I heard lower than that. I don't know what the official time is. Hopefully we'll, we'll see what the official time is, but it definitely was lower than that. Okay. And then uh, last one for me, what um, what teams have you, have you been talking to and, and do you have – I guess, how is it set up this year with COVID? Normally teams are like, fly you in. Can they even do that stuff? Just what's the, the procedure like talking to the NFL teams right now? Oh, you know, the NFL teams, they um, they set up interviews and we'll have interviews. And I've interviewed probably um, a handful of NFL teams, you know, off the top of my head, the Giants, the Steelers, a lot of teams. Um, but what they do is they do Zoom calls or they do um, FaceTime calls and, um, you know, just ask questions and try to get to know who you are as a player. Appreciate it, Trey. Hey, Trey, um, do you have an unofficial time for your 40? I, I know Copeland was tweeting something in the four threes. We'll see what the official time is when it comes out. I know it was, I know it was very, I'm very excited with it. Um, I heard anywhere from 435 to 441. Um, so we'll see what the official time is and whatever it is, I'll be excited. I know I worked hard. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm excited to hear what it is. And then your guys' quarterback out there, Kyle Trask, uh, someone said earlier, he, he's kind of been slept on in the draft process a bit. He's not in that top tier of quarterbacks. How do you feel he performed? And what do you think teams are missing if they follow those rankings? Uh, I don't know what teams, teams, what they're looking at or what they're not, but I know Kyle Trask is a phenomenal quarterback. He's a phenomenal person. Um, whatever team picks him up is going to get a, an amazing quarterback. Um, like I said, today he showed um, what he can do, whether it was deep balls or um, his accuracy or how hard he can throw the ball. Like he, he's all around a good quarterback. And like I said, whatever team drafts him um, won't regret it and they'll be excited for him. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm just curious, was today the first time you've seen Urban Meyer since transferring? Uh, yeah, it was. And uh, I seen him, you know, right when I seen him, he said, what's up, T? Uh, with a big smile on his face and you know i talked to him for a couple minutes but um it was good seeing him and seeing the smile on his face and um reconnecting with him it was a very good experience he's obviously right down the road now scouting mm -hmm. guys scouting receivers that he needs what would it be like to possibly play for him again uh, you know it'd be phenomenal you know um you know i've always said the saying everything happens for a reason and um god willing if i do go back and play for him you know that's um, that's God's plan, and, and I would be so excited and, and ready to work for him. Um, he's a phenomenal coach, like I said, um, recruited me out of high school. Um, Love the guy to death, and uh, you know, have nothing but good things to say to about him. And I can't um, wait to hopefully, if I do go to him, if not, um, be cheering for him all along. Need something to do with your stimulus, tax refund, GameStop, Dogecoin, <laughs> name, image, likeness, money? Who knows? 
Visit rockauto.com for all of your car parts needs. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. I, I seriously, I genuinely miss saying, I don't even have a car, but I do, so. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's ridiculous how just smooth this website really runs, whether it's brake pads, taillights, uh, you want to add hydraulics, go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck or honestly anything, whatever whatever you got. <laughs> Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know exactly who sent you. As we build anticipation for the football season, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best, absolute best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including, I hate myself, recent Built Bar champion coconut brownie chunk. Personally, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. You know, that's just how I like them. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like I absolutely most definitely do, that is no longer a problem. Built Bar is your low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and no doubt most important, high fiber solution. You can even enjoy a Built Bar if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, one five to get fifteen percent off of your next order at builtbar.com. Hey Kyle, thanks for doing this. What did what did you you know you didn't get the senior bowl, so no combine. What did what did you want to show today? What do you feel like you needed to show today and what did you actually show today? Uh you know, you know, with me missing it, I, I wanted to show everybody my strength and my speed. So getting out there and doing those bench numbers, I feel like that kind of why a lot of people they didn't expect me to do that many. But in the forty I wanted to run sub four five so that was something that I also wanted to show and just going out just showing me being elusive in and out of in and out of breaks and just you know just playing football. Now what? What's next for, for Kyle Pitts? Do you just sit around and wait for the draft? Definitely don't just sit around. We'll just be training, uh getting ready for it, getting ready for after, you know, we don't know if it's gonna be OTAs or not, so I need to get in football shape now and try and trans trans uh translate from Combine to always, you know, doing football stuff. So start running long distance and get my body right for that. And expectations. I mean, you know, everybody's got off the chart expectations. What do what do you have expectations for you and, and the draft? Would you be disappointed if it's not top five, top six? Oh uh, no, I'll be. You know, I'm more than happy than even to get the invitation to go to the uh, draft. Is, is something that's. You know, a lot of people didn't get to do that, but me being able to get that invitation is kind of special to me so just you know wherever the chips fall is where they fall but if I do happen to go top five that'd be something you know crazy for me and my family sorry I'm gonna hop in real quick and are you going yes ma'am okay thank you hey go ahead yeah hey Kyle you did tweet something and like you want to be the greatest ever play the position something along those lines yes sir what it I mean, it's just starting now, but what's it going to take in your mind? What's your vision there to continue to improve? I mean, you're already like at such a high level, and they're not even, what are you, turn 21 in October or something? 
Yes, what, sir. What's, is that right? Like in yes, October, sir. I think? Yes, sir. So, yeah, I mean, what's, how do you keep building? How do you build on this? How do you keep making steps? I mean, you've already made so many. I would say just it's going to come with consistency over the years. You know, once I enter the NFL, I want to start at a high level and, and keep increasing every year and being able to do do other things that other tight ends aren't doing, you know, which will make me special. So I feel like at the end of the day, with all the preparation and just through the years, I feel like I'll at the end be the best to ever do it. So is it, I mean, you feel like you're just scratching the surface here. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, can you can you speak to that a little bit? I mean, just where you are right now and where you, I mean, obviously your goal, we got your goal now. <laughs> uh, like I said, scratching the surface, there's some, still some things to improve on. I feel like I have a long ways to go. So just taking day by day, you know, improving on something in, every, in a different area of football. So to make me a better player. So that's something that, you know, I want to work on every day doing something mentally, physically, you know, so something along those lines. Thank you. No problem. Uh, did you say me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, how do you feel like your game translates to the next level, particularly your ability to kind of move around along the line? I think I translate because now in the, at the tight end position, they're starting to be able to get used a lot more in in the past game, you know, back in you know, in the seventies and the nineties, you were lucky to get six six receptions. So now the tight ends are used backside, three by one, attached, detached, and you know, all these different places. It makes them easy to get, you know, mismatches. So that that's a that's a reception. That could be a touchdown. So just, you know, now it's kinda of the position is starting to evolve and sometimes be wide receiver one, you know, the first read in the in the play. So you never know, but like I said, the position is starting to change and, and tight ends are starting to, I feel like, change the game. And then my other question, obviously every kid, once they start playing football, wants to be a top draft pick at some point. Was there a point or, or when in your football career did you actually realize, like, this, I have a chance that this is something that could actually happen. I could be a top five, top ten pick. <laughs> uh, I would say maybe last year. I knew I still had some things to fix, but I knew once I fixed that, that no one was going to be able to stop me. So once I put the work in, you know, during this pandemic that we went through and we weren't here in the building, I, I took that time. And I felt like that helped me a lot, you know, gaining weight, getting stronger, faster. So that when I came back, if we, you know, when we did have a season and I was ready and I was going to prove that I was number one. Hey, Kyle, I know we've still got a few weeks here, but just how special is it to you to kind of see all of that hard work coming to fruition here? Oh, it's special because, you know, like you said, just those long days, it kind of got monotonous training, training uh, out in California, you know, doing the same thing every day. But you know, the end goal is, is, is the best is the best part of it. So just being able to keep your head down, stay focused and, and not lose not lose sight of the, of the finish. Thank you. Hey, Kyle, has any team talked to you about playing receiver or, or do you, they feel that you're a tight end at the next level? Uh, no team is talking to me about playing a receiver. Uh, every team is talking about me playing tight end and using me in different ways. And with that being said, is it safe to assume you've probably talked with every last team in the NFL? Uh, not every last team, but I did talk to a couple. Thank you. All right, Kathy, and I'm closing Nate. Hey, Kyle. Let's just call a spade a spade. A tight end going in the top ten is an anomaly. So what have these past few weeks been like for you? Like when you turn on ESPN, turn on Sports Center, and see your name, you know, like at number two in Mel Kuyper's prospects. And 
just what is it like? Does it all seem like a dream? When has it started to hit you that this is real? They're talking about me. Oh, it's definitely been a dream since I was younger. But you know, now hearing it, and you know, I don't like to turn the action. I don't. I rather not turn on Sports Center and hear all of that. But you know, you always you going somebody gonna tell you about it. But for the most part, it's 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 crazy. But you know, when the chips fall, they fall, and God willing, I am a top five pick or a top ten pick. That'll be something amazing for myself, and it's only up from there. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Hi, Nick. Uh, I think it was 2019, like media day before the season, um, and we asked you how fast you were, and you said four, five, nine, and like Tyree and Freddie were clowning on you. You remember that? I definitely remember that. <laughs> what did they say? What they say today? I saw both of them there today. I mean, I talk to those guys a, a, a lot, so you know, I was updating them, telling them it's not slow no more. So you know, they they kind of <laughs> knew what I was going to run, but for the most part, you know, that was, that was back then. I got a lot faster since then. Oh, so maybe back then you you were a four or five nine guy. Definitely. <laughs> um, what what's what's this whole process for you like? Obviously, it's different than than in past years, but just training, working out, um, and, and then what do you think the the emotions will be like on on draft day, on draft night? Uh, it's been amazing just taking everything in, being able to compete with some great players out in California. I got to compete with Justin Fields, J.C. Horn, Michael Parsons, you know, a lot of those top picks. So just being able to go go and train against them, you know, compete, go out there. We, you know, we're battling times. We're in a group chat now. You know, we, you know, we're also in the same agency. So, you know, at the end, I can't wait to hear what they said about me today. But, you know, we always competing against each other, you know, keeping each other in high spirits. But on draft night, I can't even tell you how it's going to go. I, I, don't, I feel like I have no appetite, but it'll just be something special. I just let it, you know, come to me. Draft night's turned into like a red carpet event. Do you have like a, a suit picked out yet? <laughs> I definitely have a, a nice suit. <laughs>